Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Today, we're looking at chapter number five, titled Specialized Knowledge, Personal Experience or Observation, which is the fourth step towards riches. Now, Hill has very clearly defined and differentiated between um, specialized knowledge and generalized knowledge several examples although in the 1930 in the 1940s um, but these examples hold true nonetheless especially because um, he had written this book at a time where america was just going through uh, just come out of a world war and a economic collapse and um, and much of the signs that were prevalent after the economic collapse of the 1920s 1930s are prevalent today with whatever's happening with COVID and the rest. And these particular points that he has laid out is in, are incredibly important um, in order to navigate careers and educations um, in the post-COVID world. So I'll start um, with the chapter. He very clearly starts out with, by saying there are two kinds of knowledge. One is general and the other is specialized. General knowledge, no matter how great in quantity or variety it may be, is of, is of little use in the accumulation of money. The faculties of great university possess in aggregate practically every form of general knowledge known to civilization. Most of the professors have but little or no money. And this fairly uh, snide comment towards uh, academia is, is is prevalent throughout the book and used in throughout the chapter rather, and uh, is is present in several examples. So take this with a pinch of salt, but it is true nonetheless. He says knowledge is only potential power. Knowledge will not attract money unless it is organized and intelligently directed through practical plans of action to the definite end of accumulation of money. And this is a clear point of differentiation that he makes between generalized knowledge or knowledge that is very unorganized, meaning you know several things about several topics, not necessarily useful, most of the time useless. And uh, specialized knowledge is having knowledge of a particular field organized in thought and executed in action for the goal of attaining money, building a business, or in, in either way, building power. An educated man is not necessarily one who has abundance of general or specialized knowledge. An educated man is one who has so developed the faculties of his mind that he may acquire anything he wants or its equivalent without violating the rights of others. And an example he used is, is that of Henry Ford, an example that he has used previously. Henry Ford, who, who hadn't had much schooling but was uh, the head of a multinational corporation um, at the time. And this was again written after World War I. And uh, he, he narrates an incident where a Chicago newspaper uh, published an editorial in which uh, one of the authors referred to Henry Ford as an ignorant pacifist. And Henry Ford uh, objected to the statements and bought a suit against the paper for libeling him. Now the attorneys wanted to prove that he indeed was at least ignorant, if not a pacifist. And in order to prove this, uh, they piled questions of general knowledge on, on Henry Ford to answer on, on, the, on the stand. They asked him who was Benedict Arnold, 
how many soldiers did the British send over to America to put down the rebellion of 1776? And questions like that, questions that had no bearing to, uh, to his job as, as the head of an automobile manufacturing company, but questions that the, that the editorial, that the author of the editorial and the lawyers of the, of the newspaper wanted to prove, wanted to use to prove that Henry Ford was indeed ignorant. Now, Ford finally became uh, very annoyed by the questions and, uh, and, and even thought that they were very offensive. Uh, he leaned over, pointed his finger at the lawyer and asked the questions and said, if I should really want to answer the foolish questions that you have just asked or any of the other questions, let me remind you that I have a row of electric push buttons on my desk. And by pushing the right button, I can summon my aide who can answer any of these questions. He therefore answered by saying that I do not need to know any of these generalized questions that you, that you seem to label as having not having been uh, 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 that of an educated person because I already have the power of specialized knowledge and I have the power of, of being the head of a multinational corporation. Any man is educated. This is, this is what um, Napoleon Hill concludes with this particular story. Any man is educated who knows where to get knowledge, whether it's from a book, whether it's from an aide who he can summon by the push of a button, whatever. And the important bit is how to organize that knowledge into definite plans of action. Through the assistance, assistance of his mastermind group, Henry Ford had, his, had in his command all specialized knowledge he needed. Before you can be sure of your ability to transmute desire into this monetary equivalent, you will require specialized knowledge of the service, merchandise or profession which you intend to offer in return for fortune. Now, it is important to have a desire. It is important to have uh, put yourself in opportunities that transmute this desire. But in order to execute it specifically, you need to have specialized knowledge, says Hill. Um, and that specialized knowledge can be anything that you either have the only, you're, you're either one of the few people in that geography or at that pay grade or at that, um, at that time who has that specialized knowledge of that particular topic. The accumulation of great fortune calls for power and power is acquired through highly organized and intelligently directed specialized knowledge to be in the possession of a man who accumulates that fortune, man who can organize and direct a mastermind group of men who possess knowledge useful in the accumulation of money is just as much uh, is just as much a man of education as any man. And this he, he, he touches upon the point of in, in, an inferiority complex of men who do not seem, do not think that they have um, specialized knowledge especially those who have not attended big um, universities or colleges or have big degrees or letters to their name. And this does create some sort of inferiority, but that should not be enough to put you down um, in, in, in the fight for power, he says. Specialized knowledge, he says, is among the most plentiful and the cheapest forms of service which may be had. And again, taking a jibe at the universities, he says, if you doubt this, consult the payroll of any university. Now, why should we acquire specialized knowledge? He says, first, when acquiring specialized knowledge, decide the sort of knowledge you want to acquire and the purpose for which it is needed. To a large extent, your major purpose in life, the goal toward which you are working, will help determine 
what sort of knowledge you need. Now, sources of knowledge, this was written in the 19, in 1937, uh, but mind you, all of these are still relevant today, if not for like the obvious inclusion of the internet. One's own experience in education, experience in education available through cooperation of others, colleges and universities, public libraries, special training courses, anything can be sources of specialized knowledge. But the point of it being organized is up to you. Knowledge has no value except that which can be gained from its application towards some worthy end. This is the same um, practical uh, purposes by, of, of which he narrated the Henry Ford story. If Ford, even if Ford had the specialized knowledge of or the generalized knowledge of, of those questions that the lawyers asked him, if he cannot put it to use and he cannot put it to, to use that creates value and use that creates value that eventually that gets him some sort of richness or money or wealth is of no use. Successful men in all callings never stop acquiring specialized knowledge related to their major purpose. Those who are not successful usually make the mistake of believing, and this is very important, mistake of believing that the knowledge acquiring periods ends when one finishes school. And if that is true, if you think that you do not need to learn anything after you've finished uh, a graduate or an undergraduate degree, then the path towards richness is never going to be yours, is what Hill says, and I definitely have to agree. The order of the day is specialization, says Hill. And in this world where several things can be learned at once, and generalized knowledge is not something that is hard to attain. Um, the click of a button, you can find out any of the questions that the lawyers ask or any of the questions that you will be asked. But in order to take that generalized knowledge, organize it, create something of value, apply it and give yourself some wealth that is difficult and that is something that Hill advises us to have. And, but some people don't, some people don't want to acquire the specialized knowledge. And the way Hill sort of relates this is, this, it is the universal weakness of a lack of ambition. Persons, especially salaried people who schedule their spare time to provide for long home study, seldom remain at the bottom very long. This is because they have some sort of ambition within themselves. And they do find additional sources or even new sources of income. And that is incredibly important in the times that we live in, where um, in the past one year, most of the people have moved from working in an office where you are monitored and supervised for nine hours a day to um, working at home where were monitored for maybe an hour a day during a, a Zoom or a Meets call. And for the rest of the day, you, you have uh, time to yourself. And then therefore, if you can schedule a particular amount of time um, to do the work and find the rest of the time to, to, to work on your side hustles or side projects to build additional sources of income, that's great. There are several stories of people who have worked multiple jobs during this pandemic. Uh, not just because they had to survive, but because they could, they could, and they could uh, uh, do it in a way where they were providing value to two sources. And and now people were, people knew, people know that I can provide value to two different companies at once and attain two different salaries while not dissatisfying either. 
and that is important. For the majority of these, the solution to their problem may be found only by acquiring specialized knowledge. Many will be forced to change their occupations entirely. And this is again, immensely true in the, in the age that we live in where it's hyper stimuli um, and there are ways to acquire any amount of knowledge, but to apply it is difficult. And the people who know how to apply the knowledge and also apply to different sources of knowledge are incredible. The way I see it is you need to have a specialized knowledge and you need to have a specialized medium, right? That medium can be writing, coding, designing, video editing, etc. cetera. Uh, the specialized knowledge can be something, let's say about finance, about fitness, about politics, about uh, technology, about uh, neuroscience, whatever. Um, you take the act, take the medium, take the specialized knowledge, probably add it to a, to, to a uh, generalized piece of knowledge, um, find a effective platform, YouTube, Comrade, Twitter, Instagram, et cetera, and disseminate it and give it time, allow it to compound. Probably after a year or two, you will see some results. And um, he, he, gives, he gives the specific instance of a salesman in a grocery store during the economic collapse of the 1930s. Having had some bookie, bookkeeping experience, he took a special course in accounting, familiarized himself with the latest bookkeeping methods, started from the grocer and eventually became a wholesale accountant where he would be basically an accountant on wheels and employee and, and then uh, expanded to a point where he now employs a large staff of assistants to providing small merchants with accounting service equal to the best that money can buy at a very nominal cost. This, he says, is specialized knowledge plus imagination. There are a lot of there are a lot of bookkeepers, or there were a lot of bookkeepers at the time. There were a lot of grocers. There were a lot of bookkeepers for grocers, but there were very few bookkeepers for grocers on wheels. Now you see how that additional layer of specialized knowledge gave him or gave this particular bookkeeper an edge. This is what Napoleon Hill advises us to do. You have to start somewhere, combine these sources of knowledge and build it to a point where nobody else can do it better than you, or at least nobody else can do it better than you at that pay scale for that geography at that time. Once you have these variables sorted, you are creating a niche capturing a market that no one else can compete for. And there are several other examples. For example, um, the um, a person, a, a woman who built a marketing service um, for writing sort of copies of specialized resumes for people, how they can better their resources, um, uh, how, how a person can, can give his or her resources to a company. An example of, of, of Dan Haplin, who was, who was a manager of a football team, who eventually got a job as, as a salesman and use the, the, the principles of specialized knowledge and um, imagination to de deliver exceptional sales and become the vice president of a company in six months, a job that he would take 10 years to build. And, and the point being, and the point being, there are several ways where you, in which you can acquire the knowledge. That, and it is not just enough to acquire the knowledge and tell people routinely that I have the knowledge you don't, therefore I am smarter. That he'll suggest is what most 
uh, professors do and that is why most professors are not are, are not you know are at high payrolls which might be true might not be true but it is something to consider if you want to build your own practice knowledge base career whether it's freelance professional salaried etc having some sort of specialized knowledge combining it uh, with organizational skills finding out where you can provide value disseminating it through the through the right mediums and using your imagination to do all of these things are important and that is what hill is advising us in this chapter that's it from chapter number 5 of uh, chapter number 6 rather of um, think and grow rich this indeed was a very insightful chapter for not just myself but uh, not just my present self but also my future self hopefully uh, i hope to inculcate all of these things as i hope you will as well if there's any way this can be improved let me know uh, but that's it from me i'm out thank you so much for listening